0: Today, we're going to have some fun. My guest Marie is going to share the wonderful, important results of going and changing your diet when you have rheumatoid arthritis. So, she has a fantastic doctor that told her right from her very first meeting that she should change her diet. And her diet is a crucial reason that she feels so well today. She has no pain, she is off all the medications that she was put on that she'll talk about in just a second. And uh, she is fantastic. So thanks, Marie. We look forward to hearing your story here. Thank you, Clint. Now, you are uh, just on the outskirts of Melbourne, so to speak, uh, which, is a, which is in the southern state of Victoria here in Australia. And you would have been uh, pretty surprised to develop symptoms. Um, tell me, how did, how did this begin for you?
1: Well, my husband and I had just been on a cruise around the Hawaiian Islands and we'd been home two days and in the evening all this dreadful pain came over my body and I thought I'd overdone it at the gym and so I iced and stretched my muscles, as you do when you overdo muscle, overuse muscles and wouldn't go away. And uh, Over two months, luckily, I worked all that time and I had to make myself get out of bed. The pain was so great, I dreaded getting out and I couldn't move in bed. Uh, I had to wake up and lift my limbs to move. It was horrible. I don't wish it on anybody. Eventually, I went to my doctor, who's a beautiful lady doctor. Do you want her name? Sure. (laughs) I, I tell everybody about her. Um, Melissa Mankovich and she's in the Joseph Banks Clinic in Endeavour Hills, and she is excellent with people from babies through to us elderly, and, <laughs> and, she's, and she prefers change in diet to, um, to drugs, but she will do what her patients um, need. And she's really good. And she um, diagnosed, the blood test showed that I had severe rheumatoid arthritis. And, mm. and she was surprised as well because
0: mm.
1: um, I thought I was healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had she been but, your regular practitioner up until that point? Um, so had she gotten to know he, you?
1: He had seen me from the January of that year. I've right. got a, a lovely Another daughter-in-law. I've got two daughter-in-laws, and one is a critical care nurse. In fact, she's in charge of a COVID ward at the moment. <laughs> not not the other one I talked about, and um, she told me to go and see Melissa in the ge- just for a general check because she didn't like the doctors. I was going too near. She said they don't know what they, are <laughs> you know, how people are, which I did appreciate, and I'd just been for a general visit and um, I think I'd only seen her the once. It might have been twice Mm -hmm. because I don't normally go to the doctor except to see how I'm going.
0: Mm. And what diet did she suggest?
1: She told me and she gave me, I called it her epistle, uh, a six-page epistle on um, change of diet which was vegan uh, apart from good ocean caught fish, at least twice a week, no gluten and no cane sugar. And I, I actually changed straight away, and mm. I've been like that ever since. Even when we've travelled and gone on cruises, when they had cruises, uh, I found it really easy to follow that way of eating.
0: Mm. Okay, now. Tell me what happened next. So she said, go and eat this diet, which I'm sure coming from, you know, you know, you sort of a little bit of semi-rural area of uh, Victoria, and you've thought, hang on, I've got to eliminate all of these, um, you know, meat and dairy products and so forth. Uh, You've started doing that, but she also sent you to a rheumatologist. You've put in your notes.
1: I was diagnosed um, late December 2014. Um, the rheumatologists don't work during January, so I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't have an appointment until early February, and then when I saw that nice young lady, she put me on methotrexate, which I dutifully went on. And my second visit to her, I asked her she had a timeline to get me off the drugs. My medical petition uh, had given. Prescribed cortisone, and she'd given me a timeline what to do to go off that as my inflammation factors lowered, which I was doing. But the rheumatologist said that she didn't have a timeline for me to go off the drugs. And um, I said, Well, I think outside the square because I'm cheeky. (laughs) And I told her what my doctor, who'd sent me to her, had told me. And over time, as my inflammation factors did go down, because you have regular blood tests, she lowered the methotrexate. And then in um, December, um, what, when was it? In 16, On the, it was actually the 20th of December, 19, uh, 2016, um, last century, she said, uh, would you like to go off the methotrexate? And I said, Yay. <laughs> so, on that date, from that date, I haven't had any drugs whatsoever, uh, but I've maintained the diet and I drink lots of water. That's really important. I love warm water and warm water and lemon. And I know it's not good for me, but most days I do have one coffee, I allow myself a treat.
0: Well, when you're reading so well, uh, you know, the odd little cheat here and there isn't catastrophic and it's not cumulative. No. So, no. yeah, if you're reading, and you know.
1: junky stuff all the time. I know, I know. And all my friends know me. And when we were allowed out, because we're not allowed out at the moment, when we were allowed out, quite a few friends we would rotate round our houses and they would always provide gluten-free, sugar-free, vegan, delicious meals from me that they would make. They were really nice and supportive, not bring your own food.
0: (laughs) Mm. Mm. How important do you think it was that your first doctor that you saw was Melissa?
1: I think that was vital. I have always thought that we are what we eat, Um. And another thing which I haven't mentioned, I heard on uh, the radio that there was a free online course called Food as Medicine from Monash. This was mm-hmm. um, in 16. Mm-hmm. And um, and I did that for three weeks and that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And they went through the history of uh, foods that were used for um medication and Mm -hmm. uh, how science views them these days and a lot are very valid and yeah it was a very interesting course you had to spend about 10 hours each week whenever you wanted to on the computer 24 hours a day because it was an online Mm. and I've still got all the notes for that (laughs) I must Mm. read but that was excellent I learned a lot from that too
0: Mm. so let me just see what i understood here and then i can get some questions for you so you're diagnosed with severe rheumatoid arthritis on the 5th of december 2014 you've gone to see a doctor who said you need to instantly go vegan and you're allowed to have some fish a few times a week and you have embraced that and immediately done that in parallel you've started methotrexate with the rheumatologist and asked them, when can I get off the drug? And they said, no, there's no plan to get off that drug. But by sticking with the change in diet, uh, within two years, in fact, almost exactly two years later, you are able to then come off the methotrexate. And now four years yeah. later, you're pain-free still. Yes.
1: I became pain-free uh, two hours after taking the cortisone. Oh, and of course, I, yeah. But I didn't want to have masked... Um, yeah. Problems. Yes. So i kept
0: at it. Mm. Yes. Good. 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 Okay. Well, now let me bring on some questions here, and we and I'll think as as our audience will be thinking. I'll try and dial in that kind of wavelength. I would say, what are you doing in terms of exercise? How are you? Uh, how active are you? And do you feel that that's important?
1: It is vital. As they say, use it or lose it. It doesn't matter what your age is, you need to um, exercise. Some vigorous, my husband and I dance rock and roll. I walk most days. Rock and roll? Uh, Yes, rock and roll. We met at rock and roll beginner class 25 years ago. (laughs) That's
0: awesome.
1: (laughs) It was fun. It is still fun. And um, then um, and I still do... And many years ago I did learn karate and I still do sit-ups and push-ups and star jumps and uh, stretches and and they are vital, unique, whatever your age, doesn't matter. And I've just given two granddaughters, um, well, they asked for them, sheets of um, stretches because one of them has got juvenile arthritis. Oh, how old? She's now 19. She was diagnosed by Melissa. At eighteen yep. months, just watching her walk, she's an excellent doctor wow but absolutely. um yep yeah mm-hmm. and um you know all about that mm-hmm. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. you? yeah
0: mm-hmm. yes a lot of um a uh, lot of cases that I've worked with, and fortunately, a lot of great um outcomes um, but sounds mm-hmm. like uh you know she's lucky to have also um, seen dr. Melissa. Uh, and uh, And being told at least the right stuff around the diet, which is so important
1: well with that that's the granddaughter whose mum is the critical care nurse, and she goes down the um the drug track and so Isabel is still on methotrexate, but,
0: well, um, and that's not, and I know that you're treading careful waters here, but that's also not a criticism that might be a result of her ongoing persistent inflammation. So she's probably yeah. just finding, find that, to find, um, some more improvements in herself in parallel, which is, which is perfectly normal. You know, the JIA cases, gosh, they, they can be just so heart wrenching and complicated and challenging. So look, uh, Whatever needs to be done needs to be done, and, um, and uh, I, I just hope that she's got very low symptoms.
1: Well, she's pretty good, and she's got a full-time yeah. job. she's a ward mm-hmm. clerk at Danny Noll Hospital, uh-huh. and it's been made permanent, and she's a lovely, lovely young lady. but she went to the children's Hospital and she's now an adult at the Monet Hospital when she turned eighteen for mm-hmm. her arthritis okay. but She may gradually go Nana's way.
0: (laughs) Nana's. So she hasn't yet gone totally plant-based. No,
1: well, she's not allowed to. (laughs) She lives, well, see, her mum doesn't think the way I do. She's beautiful, beautiful and very, very clever. I would like her to nurse me because she knows what she's doing. Um, She's a very lovely person, but she just doesn't think the way I do.
0: (laughs) Well, well, you know we're still in the minority worldwide. I don't know the statistics, but it's vastly in favor of Western diet and growing trends, especially in the Middle Eastern area for Western foods and stuff. We're we're fighting a very very uphill battle here, even though consciousness is being raised and there's movies coming out that we're all watching, like uh, like The Game Changers, to name just one. You know, and it shows that plant based is ultimately the way we need to go. But as I say. We're still a minority. So um, uh, it's normal yeah. for there to be a slow uptake and even amongst our close relatives. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we might leave that there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: But, yeah, and, and I encourage everyone that, that will listen, and I've got lots of friends who listen, to be plant-based, and, but they find it very hard not to have sugar and not to have gluten. and. Yeah. I don't find it a problem at all. Are you familiar with these?
0: Big pancakes?
1: No, no, no. With the Revive uh, cookbooks from the Revive Cafe in Auckland. Uh, Oh, no. They're plant-based, beautiful food. Okay. And most of them, yeah, do a Google search, uh, Jeremy Dixon. Yeah. I was told about them by vegetarian friends once I was diagnosed and I've yep. got every one of his cookbooks.
0: Wow. Yep.
1: His first few cookbooks were um, vegetarian. The latest mm. ones are all vegan. Yep. Yeah. And his two cafes in Auckland are vegan.
0: So Absolutely if you go book, great. You just
1: walk yeah. up the hill from the ship and mm-hmm. <laughs> go on it. He started his cafes because he thought the workers needed good food for their lunch Mm. and Mm. he got so busy he had to open Mm. two uh, cafes.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I probably have walked right past it because when I used to be performing on the cruise ships doing stand-up comedy, I, I... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty <laughs> years I've been doing stand up, although it's been nearly a year since I've performed because of the whole, you know, no one's allowed to gather in groups at comedy clubs. But I used to um, do the South Pacific trek all the time, and you'd go out to New Caledonia and uh, and yeah. Vanuatu and all the Pacific islands, and then we'd end up in Auckland, and um, and so I'd get, you'd get off the boat in Auckland, and sure enough, you, you walk you, up, the hill. up yeah. the hill,
1: yeah, yeah, you had to in a side street. It was round the, the back.
0: Yeah, um, so I'll have to uh, I'll have to um, check out Jeremy's work and maybe uh, if he's got some I great be, book books, maybe interview him. Mm.
1: He'd love that. He's actually yeah. been a few years ago. He went to America because he was asked to do uh, quick plant-based meals, and he's got mm-hmm. two books which I've already also bought on plant-based meals. Great he put on yeah. American television.
0: Yeah, because so many people are always asking for more recipes because when the food, you know, uh, you know, we, we just want to make the food taste as great as possible and why oh. why not turn it into delicious I mean,
1: meals.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let me pick your brain for a couple more tips. Um do you have any other words of wisdom that you'd like to impart on family members about, you know, getting healthy? Or are there things that you think beyond the diet and beyond the exercise? What else would you say? Is really important to regain health,
1: attitude, mm-hmm. and not worrying about others picking at you because you're different. And that's sometimes hard because people if that your friends are like that, they're not your friends. <laughs> they need to support you in what you're trying to do. In my humble opinion, but it is very important what you put in your mouth and mm-hmm. eat. But planning is also vital. You need to plan out and make sure you have in the cupboard only the things you should have. Mm. I, I do keep sugar for the few friends who have, have to have sugar in their tea and coffee. But, um, yeah, but I, I just have things that I should have it but, my husband still likes meat occasionally, but he, he will eat whatever I give him. He's very good.
0: <laughs> Something that, that jumps out is um, having a good, um, having an optimism or a lightness. You have a, such a light and optimistic and uh, uh, just chirpy kind of personality. Have you found that just, you know, looking on the bright side of life sort of thing is also important? I think
1: it's vital because if you're always uh, poor me, and and we all have our poor me moments, but it's how you handle them and not take them to heart and move on from them. And I taught school for 57 years and um, when I said I wasn't going to come anymore, <laughs> one little boy said to me, why not? You're so nice. And that was really flattering. <laughs>
0: Isn't that beautiful? That the little
1: thought of it. Yeah, yeah. just little boy.
0: (laughs) But why not? You're so nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh gosh. Isn't it funny the sort of things that that really stick with us? I mean, so you're talking about one, I mean, think of the vast tens of thousands of things that kids would have said to you over the years and the big takeaway is when you said you're leaving a little fellow saying, yeah, but you're so nice. I mean, isn't that just wonderful? It was, yeah. Well, (laughs) as you can tell, I talk a lot, but I like to
1: explain why to the students and so they've got reasons to do things you know, why aren't we doing this? And um, they need to know why, and I like to know why.
0: Right. So what did you say when they said, why are you leaving? You're so nice. What did you say?
1: I just said, oh, I, I just thanked him for his nice comment. I didn't elaborate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <All> right.
1: <laughs> oh, I just told them that I was, well, I'd actually... One son had asked me to do um, school runs, and I was doing school runs and also working, and I was getting a little tired because that's a bit much, Mm -hmm. so I just went down to school runs. But as I said, I've been working for 57 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, you deserve to have a few days off, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, but you get sick of doing nothing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wonderful. So we've got to have the right attitude. Um, we've got to yes. plan out the meals so that you're organised so you don't get caught yeah, on and the... and
1: shop appropriately. Yeah, you must do that.
0: Yeah, shop appropriately. Make sure the cupboards are, only, cupboards are only stocked with things that are healthy because it's all too easy when your hunger is, is, is louder if than the want- brain.
1: Yeah, and my lovely Melissa t- told me to have a, my handful because everybody's body is a different size of good nuts like Brazil, almond, uh, walnut, and um, um, oh, macadamia. It's not too bad. Yeah, but a handful of, of good nuts a day as a snack, and that's good. Yep. And I add in a few dates occasion.
0: Yum. Yeah, a few dates, yeah. Okay. Well, she sounds like a good doctor, and uh, it's, it's a, such a blessing that you saw her first as yep. we talked about. Yep. Any other words of wisdom for us before we, uh, we close it up?
1: <laughs> no, no. Um, diet, exercise, attitude, and yep. making sure that even if you don't feel like exercise and, and diet and whatever, just make sure you do it because once you do, you're so pleased you've made mm. the effort. Mm. Um, and you've done fantastically with um, your history as well. I've read all your history and I was given people at church and my niece in Brisbane both sent me your article in the new idea many years ago when it came out. That's ha- how I learned about um, your tra- uh, travels and your struggles and mm-hmm. uh, and I've have also, bought all of your information, which I use, and I must read it all again because you forget. Oh, <laughs> and you that's need right. To bring you, do that. you do forget.
0: You do forget. You know, I forget some know. of the details too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I forget some of the own because a lot of it's based on scientific evidence and sometimes I forget how that came about. And I'm like, I've got to find which study that came from and then I have to look at it and there it's there. So, but you know, we do forget. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a normal for most mm. of mm. us. <laughs> Some people seem to remember everything.
0: <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. Thank no, you. I, too I you think mentioned. you know. I think we've we've really um, we've succinctly captured what's important to all of us, and it's to to have a great attitude, and it's to move our bodies, and it's to eat the right food, and not just good food, but the right food, because when we're immunocompromised, we can't be taken on you know uh, hard to digest foods, inflammatory foods, allergenic foods. Acid-forming yeah. foods. We've got to, we got We need a healing diet, and that is a simple plant-based diet. Mainly alkaline-forming foods exactly. in the body. That's right. That's
1: right. that's another area.
0: Yep. And another subtle message that I've picked up from you, and I just want to highlight, you also didn't go on any counterproductive drugs because your prednisone or prednisolone, I think you had uh, taper, was was for only a, a six-month period, which is still a long period to be on the steroid, but but the plan was from the to start go. to get off it, right? And, so, and then you went on methotrexate, which is a well-trodden path without counterproductive gut issues long-term, uh, at least as far as I've been able to tell over the years uh, and in my own experience. And so, you know, uh, there's a subtlety here I wanted to capture as well. You didn't get onto something that prevented your body from responding positively, and that's crucial. So yes, the prednisone wasn't, wasn't for year upon year, six months. As I say, it's still a quite a long time, and it would make me feel a little uncomfortable, but you got off it, and that was crucial. The fact that you change your diet at the same time probably negated a lot of the negative effects. So it was a, it was a great great overall rolling out of a plan.
1: <laughs> I like it. Yes, yeah, so very, yeah. very lucky. But yeah. I've always believed you are what you eat, mm. and um, and I also know that everybody's body is different, mm. and how we handle different foods. People are different in that way as well, yeah, for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, and um, my husband's now oh, for about ten years he's celiac because he ate too much pa- pizza, pasta, and beer as a young man (laughs) and his body said hey I don't like all this but so I was used to being gluten free and sugar free that was other things apparently
0: Mm. 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 well you've worked it out and uh, keep up all the wonderful things that you're doing um because uh You know, once we have this predisposition to develop inflammation, we've got to be super careful because it's like a little ember, and if we throw petrol on it, we can fire up really quickly. So we want to, got to keep doing what you're doing. Never get too complacent, and always, uh, you know, keep being uh, disciplined.
1: Yes, and you've done fantastically too. May I praise you as well? And you've helped so many people, and I think that needs to be applauded.
0: Oh, thank you, Marie. That's very kind of you. And thank you for sharing today. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to wrap it up there and say uh, congratulations once again. Thanks for sharing. Keep it up. And hopefully, I'll see you one day when uh, all these restrictions across the world are lifted and I get back out on the road again and put on some presentations and be able to meet, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. I'm, mean- I'm in We're in Sydney at the moment. We moved oh, back from Florida once the pandemic went into crazy proportions in Florida.
1: Yeah, because I thought you would you went to Hawaii one stage too, didn't and you? We,
0: were in, we never lived there, but we've spent some time there. And we, we, we're not sure what about our future plans because we're all, you know, US, uh, you know, residents or whatever. So we're trying to work out if and when we'll be able to get back there and so on.
1: I've got a nephew living in Houston. He's a pilot and they've been there nearly three years and he and his yeah. wife and their twin boys that would yeah. be American now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, Marie. Thank you so much once again and keep you up too. the wonderful work. And, and you too. <laughs> All the best.
1: Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier
0: life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.